Recording from Studio 262 in the AOB, you're tuned in to What the Howl, an inside look at UWG athletics straight from the source. Now here are your hosts, Matt Cook and Jared Boggins. Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back in to Studio 262. This is what the hell? I am Jared Boggess, and I am joined by my co-host, Matt Cook, your assistant athletic director for Awesome. And the one, the only, the highly esteemed PBG from the AOB, producer Bryant Gray in the house, bringing you episode 96 of What the How, and we are back after a week off. Last week was spring break, and we took the whole week off and didn't record. Yeah. We yeah. didn't actually take the whole week Part of that was my fault. Yeah, you like had a sick kid or something and couldn't come in and Yeah. My 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 youngest he had a he had a little bit of a fever, so I had to stay home with him. Yeah, and, I, know, I know about those sick kids. Yeah, I know. It 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 was it was pitiful. And PBG and I, we <laughs> talked about recording without you, but we flipped a coin and uh, it was heads, so heads was no and tails was yes. I would have been okay with that. Yeah, but the coin decided. The coin decided. Yeah, so it is what it is. So we took the week off for spring break. It kind of kind of worked out that way. It was kind of like a slower week anyway. There wasn't a lot going on um, as far as home events. So took the week off. It was nice to, uh, you know, just kind of chill on Monday. Yeah. Not record. I had a great week. You had a great week? I had a great week. Yeah. You weren't here for like two days and then you disappeared. Never came back again. Uh, that's not true. I came on Friday. You're right. You did come on Friday. Anyway, we're getting way off the rails. Let's let's talk about the Wolves in episode 96. But before we get into anything, we've got a five-star review to shout out. Five-star reviews. Round of applause. Yeah. I, I uh, We should make up a jingle for that. Five-star reviews. <laughs> if anybody wants to write the jingle for the five-star <laughs> review shout-out portion of our show, uh, you can email Matt at mcook with an E at westga.edu, and uh, he'll hook you up with the uh, necessary tools, and we'll make it happen. All you have to do is put music to what I just did. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Uh, but anyway, <laughs> 20's mama, um, who I believe is Kristen Nix's mama, just using context clues, um, says, great job, guys. As a softball mama, I love hearing about our girls. I listen weekly and enjoy getting the rundown on our student athletes. Oh. We appreciate you listening in. Absolutely. I, softball mama. I No, 20's mama. 20's mama. Yeah, My 20's bad. mama. So that's just... I was just reading softball that. mama, twenties mama. I put it together and said it's nice. probably Kristen's mom. Ah. Um, so I, I think we probably owe her a Dingers Club T-shirt. Yeah, Dingers Club T-shirt. So we'll we'll hook you up at the next home game. Absolutely. Um, but anyway, episode ninety six. Now that we are uh, almost three minutes into this, uh, we're going to recap last week. We're going to do our someone to howl about, and we're going to preview this week. I mean, I know shocker out, shocking outline. Hey, we've got, but we have four weeks. We need we need suggestions in our suggestion box. This Four is, weeks. It's not an actual suggestion box. It's episode one hundred. Oh yeah, it's we we need suggestions on what we should do. A cookie cake. It should never involve a cookie dough. cake. Cookie need cake. A cookie. That cake. is the yeah. greatest idea you've ever come up with yeah. in your life. Thank you. It, uh, but it cannot involve Jello. I'm I don't just, know why it would. I'm just gonna keep on rolling. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're gonna start the recap with men's golf who finished second at the Tusculum Invitational, um, led by Austin Fulton, who was uh, ridiculous, shot 69 and 68 in that tournament. Oliver Toymanen, though, uh, solid tournament as well, 69-73, to finish tied for fourth. And then Blake Collin made it a uh, trifecta in the top 15, shooting 75-69 to finish tied for 11th. Uh, it's good to have Austin back in the lineup. Good to see Oliver and Blake uh, continue to perform. And Dylan Hopper and Jack Brennan didn't play terrible. Uh, 78-73 for Dylan, 76-78 for Jack. Uh, and if we can get Reese back in the lineup and healthy, I think 
we have the power to do um, a lot, maybe go to a regional, and that's what I'm hoping for. Uh, but very good performance uh, to finish second at that tournament. Tell me something. Who who uh, who who else was in this tournament? Because that that's that's a big that's a big thing. Tusculum. Tusculum. They hosted. They hosted it, and I believe they won. They, if I remember they won. right, I can't quite remember who won, but I think it was Tusculum. I think Tusculum did win. They were playing on their home course, so it was a big field, not a like huge headline field with a bunch of ranked teams, but there was a lot of teams there, and there's a lot of teams we don't normally play against. Okay, uh, just because of the location, and and we've never played in this tournament until this year. Um, but yeah, big field, so uh, good to come out in second in that one. Well, Jared, I also talked to uh, I just I talked to Austin Fulton this morning. On uh, Wolves Athletics Weekly. Yeah. UWGAthletics.com. Go check it out. It comes out tomorrow. Yeah. And um, he shot a 68 round two. And I just had to ask him. I was like, I need you to tell the people at home how good a 68 in golf is. And then he explained it. Oh, you know, average <laughs> golfers usually shoot around 95 to 100. <laughs> and I had to stop him right there. I was like, sir, I shoot 125 on the regular. <laughs> average golfers don't shoot around 95. So <laughs> I just thought that was a funny tidbit there. <laughs> uh, I'm just surprised that you can shoot 125. Me too, honestly. <laughs> you hit a slice, I'm assuming? Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, that's a bad. slice. <laughs> yeah, um, 68 is pretty good. Uh, pretty good there for Austin. Let's move along in the uh, recap. Let's talk about softball, who is in the middle of a pretty big slump. Uh, lost all three to West Alabama last weekend. We've lost nine of our last ten. The only win coming in game one against Eckerd on the spring break trip down to um, Eckerd and Florida Southern. Uh, so, yeah, not a lot of good results to talk about, but we'll just talk some numbers. RJ Janke still hitting the ball really well. She did have her streak snapped um, against Florida Southern, but she is, last I looked, she was second in the league in hitting and second in the league in OPS. Um, so she is really hitting the ball well. Hopefully she can keep that going. Um, we lost her hitting streak, and then Nix was right behind her. She still has hers going. It's up to 15 games, so her and Janky both tied for the longest hitting streak of the season, and Nix actually hit her second home run of the season on Sunday. Um, and then Ava Ramirez, true freshman out of Tampa, hit her first career home run on Saturday, so shout-out to her. Um, and it was a no-doubter from what I – I couldn't – you know how the streams are yeah. at our level. You kind of lose the ball once it gets about halfway, but what I saw on Twitter, people were saying it was a – no doubter. Yeah, and the crowd, and, the crowd in the stands seemed to be going wild yeah, about it. it. It looked like a no doubter from what we could see. She got all of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but unfortunate results um, for the Wolves this weekend, losing all three to West Alabama. We've now lost six consecutive Gulf South Conference games. And I got some bad news. It doesn't get any easier because our next two opponents, Alabama Hunts, or Valdosta State and then Alabama Huntsville, the Blazers ranked uh, three in the nation, I believe. Alabama Huntsville's been to – I want to say they've got the longest active they do. NCAA yeah. postseason streak at like 23 straight NCAA tournaments. So, yeah, it's not going to get any easier uh, down the stretch for the Wolves in the Gulf South Conference softball schedule. Um, but hopefully we can get some wins and, and get some posit positive results and some momentum going as we get to towards the end of the regular season. Hopefully we can uh, bring back some of that uh, juju that, that um, we had in the conference tournament last year. We beat Huntsville. Um, we did. Knocked them out. We did. You're right. We uh, beat West Florida, lost to AUM, and then came back on the next day on the signature field and uh, took it to them. I remember yeah, that. I think yeah. we beat them like eight to zero. Yeah. Oh, it was big. Yeah. 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 So hopefully we'll get some more of that going. Uh, three weekends, I believe, was mm -hmm. when we go up to Huntsville. 
uh, for that series. Uh, Bryant, let's talk baseball. I know uh, you and Matt both kind of split coverage of the Wolves series up at West Alabama, but a positive result, winning two or three. Yeah, and I must be bad luck because the one game I covered, game one, we lost 10-0. to zero. Oof. And we looked like a Oof. little league team out there, to be honest with you. Uh, we just couldn't hit the ball. And we also made four errors, three of them coming in the third inning, and they scored seven runs that third inning. Mm. It was it was tough. Yeah, it was it, it was it was just a rough rough night all around. Rough night all around. And my good friend lost his hitting streak mm. at thirty six games. Yeah, what an what an accomplishment though uh, to tie the school record for the longest hitting streak. I think in one tweet this weekend, I called him Mister Consistency um, because it, he is he he is just he's he's so even keeled. He's going. He's going to come out. You know. He's. You know what you're going to get out of him most every game, and and uh, and he's going to put the ball in play. He's he's going to make defenders have to um to throw him out. He's he's just a. Uh, I, I enjoy watching Brody Worthen play. Yeah, he's hard to strike out, and you know, in game two, we won that game fifteen to twelve. Good grief, a slugfest. But you know, he came back after going over and got four for six. Home yeah. run shot of the cycle. That's the second time he's done that this season. Yeah, and then game three. <laughs> Yeah, he started off with a home run. Homer, so. <laughs> so you talked about the fifteen to twelve slugfest. I'm pretty sure we finished our double header for softball on Saturday before that fifteen to twelve game ended. I can imagine. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I I like I cooked uh, six six uh, whole chickens between the time that we started and the time we ended. Wow, that's impressive. Well, that we, may be exaggerating there. <laughs> well, we couldn't hit the ball in game one, and then that's all we did in game two. Yeah, uh, that's all we did was hit, yep. and everybody. I don't want to say all the starters had a hit because Jackson Webb started, right? Right. Got taken out. Yeah, he got hit. He, he got hurt. Okay. So, But then Charlie Toll came in and went two for three. So. Yeah. Well, hopefully Jackson Webb's okay. Yeah, we, we do hope we do hope he's okay. Um, I'm not really sure what it was. Um, uh, he it, it was when he was at the plate, uh, second straight week of, of that happening. Um, so, but uh, – but yeah, uh, Brody with with a home run. We we had we went back to back twice in in the game. Uh, it was just I, I think at one point the the tweet was okay. I'm having a hard time keeping up with all the with all the home runs. Well, then in game three we won seven to two, and all seven of our runs came on the home run. Yeah, how yeah. many home runs did we hit as a team for the whole series? I think I think five. That, that wow. sounds right. Five. Brody hit one. Uh, Calibro hit two. Colin Ladner hit, hit one. Colin hit one. Colin hit one, and Fink hit one. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Five. Yep, nice. Crazy. But uh, Jared, can I get the hand clap thing going? Yeah. That's that's for Robert Coleman right there. Is it? Oh yeah, yeah. Rob, Rob, moving moving that guy to the game three seven inning game yeah. was the best decision we've made all season. Absolutely. He he is he, he and and his last four appearances now five appearances. Have been he has been stellar. I'm really really proud of what he's what he's been accomplishing, yeah. and he finally got a win out of it. Yeah, you might be ruining something, so I'd hold off on that. Yeah, yeah, I hope not. <laughs> I hope not. But he and and he still had his struggles this week. He walked Good. three. Good. Um, but he's but he's still um he's I mean we only allowed two runs the whole weekend we couldn't keep them we couldn't keep them from scoring right you know up until Rob's game they'd scored 22 runs. And then he allowed two. That's yeah. twenty less, Matt. It is. Math pod. It, it is math. <laughs> it is mathing all over the place today. So, and when we talk uh, Brody, we're not talking Brady. We're talking Brody. Brody, Cause, yes, because Brady just came in. He did, but Brody is not here. Brody was with you on Wolves Athletics Weekly. 
UWAthletics.com. Check it out. Check it out. Shameless plug. Jared, what happened with tennis? Uh, tennis went two and two on their road trip for spring break. Went down to Florida, played four matches uh, in Orlando, lost to St. Thomas and State College of Florida in back-to-back days before ending the road trip with wins over St. Ambrose. And this is a fun name to say, and I don't even know if I'm saying it right, but the University of Wisconsin, Eau Claire. Sounds like a deodorant. It does. <laughs> <laughs> That's not where I thought we were going with that uh, right off the bat. But, yeah, two-and-two two road trip for the Wolves. Um, and it's worth mentioning, L. Jones and Perrine Blachon, both 4-0 and o in singles play on the trips. So Absolutely. Solid they're, play. They're, they're playing very, very well, especially Perrine's playing extremely well. L, L, L is playing well. Both of them playing very, very well at four at three and four in the, in the lineup. Um, and uh, But – uh, State College of Florida, uh, national champion, I think um, three or four years ago, something like that. And um, it, I, I can, re- it's hard for me to remember when Camille came here, but she was on a team that won the national championship, um, or went or played for the national championship. One of the two at State College at, of Florida. At State College of Florida, and uh, Carla Menendez also went to State College of Florida. So um, uh, that's a that's a very good uh, program out of the state of Florida. Uh, tough losses there, but um, but L and Perrin, very very good. Um, both of them are uh, have a really good record now, seven and four on the year. Uh, so proud of that effort and uh, proud to see what the what they're going to be able to accomplish this year. Yeah, so like we said, good trip for them, getting those two wins to finish it out, and then we'll get back into Gulf South Conference play this weekend. But we'll talk about that in a little bit when we get to the preview. But now it is time to jump in to our Someone to Howl About. Time for each of us to name our Players of the Week. And again, doesn't have to be a student athlete. It can be anybody. We're just, we're just bragging about anybody and everybody that is involved or associated with our programs. Um, and I am going to start it off with Matt. You're gonna start it off with me. You're giving it to me. Yeah. Why? Why not? I'm so proud. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, no. Um, my uh, my someone to howl about is not a student athlete this week. Um, well, I'm I, glad I went with that um, little tidbit that it doesn't have to be a student athlete. So uh, I yeah, set yeah. that up for you. Mine is not a student athlete. Mine is 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 a guy who's been working his tail off for this university for several years now. And uh, and I'm I'm proud to work with him, and uh, they they pulled off something very very cool over the weekend, um, and that is uh, Mr. Jake Berry at uh, at the Coliseum. Uh, the Coliseum hosted the I think it's Georgia uh, Robotics, some some sort of robotics. Uh, Something well above my level of uh, thinking. Yes, I'm. I'm not a Georgia Tech type person, um, <laughs> and uh, but uh, but it was a robotics competition of some sort, and I it the way the way the videos that Jason Carmichael posted online looked like it looked like there was uh, battling going on in the middle of the Coliseum. Yeah, I, that's what it felt like. I I I, I couldn't quite tell, um, but it seemed awesome. So. And, Brian, but Jake, Jake did. Jake has done a big part. Has been a big part of of really um, uh, taking the reins and and doing a lot of cool things over there. So I'm proud of Jake. Um, Brian and I ate lunch with Jake Friday, and uh, they were talking about how there was the main arena, but then every robotics team or whatever had their little basically a pit crew, yeah. pit station, pit stop thing set up. You know, in the auxiliary courts, and that's where all the tools were, and they'd go and adjust things. So, yeah, I guess they were battling, and then adjust. I don't, I don't know. I wasn't there, but yeah, it, it looked intense. Yeah, yeah. 
Quite amazing. Well, let me just say, my brother did that in middle school, and it was a lot less than what it was at the Coliseum this weekend, but it was still way above me. So <laughs> it, I just had to throw that out there. <laughs> That's insane. Yeah. All right, Brian. It is my turn. It is your turn. I'm, I'm going to have to double up on my someone to howl about. Doubling up, okay. And it's not my roommate. Wow. Tucker. It's it's Rob, man. Yeah. You know, coming into this season, I I had high hopes for Rob, and he's just blowing me out of the water right now. The, game three this weekend, six innings, four hits, two runs, three walks, six strikeouts, and he finally got his first win of the season. Oh, second win. Either way. First win in the, in when he in the last five. Okay. Yeah. Well, in his last five starts, speaking of, 32 innings, nine earned runs. That's good for a 2-5-3 ERA. Mm-hmm. Is but that if, good? That's pretty good. Okay. But if you take out the union start um, on the 4th, I think, March 4th, that ERA goes down to one seven three. Yeah. that's I wrote that's insane on all bold, mm-hmm. and it is. That's really good. Insane. Insane in Insanity. the memory. You know what else is insane? What's that? I'm just going to jump right in. That was a good segue into my someone to howl about. The fact that Austin Fulton missed two tournaments – with a wrist injury, rehabs it, comes back and just shoots a smooth 69-68, takes low medalist honors and said, all right, bye. I'm the number one ranked golfer in the country. Yeah, I, yeah, deal I can, with it. I can yeah, do that. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, I mean, to to not play competitively for, I mean, I don't know what he did during the Christmas break or when the wrist injury happened, but he played the Mad Dice Invitational in October, and then our next tournament is in the middle of March, and he wins it. Yeah. That's that's pretty impressive. That is. He he has a chance to become the first golfer in UWG history to make it to nationals. So um, be on the lookout for that. That's going to be something to follow down the stretch of this spring season. For sure. Well, for sure. Hey, Jared. What's up? Do you want to know what he did during the Christmas break? Oh, I guess you talked about it, and we're going to go to uwgathletics.com um, and, and check it out. At Wolves Athletics Weekly. Check it yeah. out. It comes out All tomorrow. Right. All right. Well, that's three plugs. He, for, talk, he for, talked about it a lot. There's that's three plugs for Wolves Athletics Weekly from PBG, so we're gonna have to say that's your limit. No more shout out. I'm just kidding. Anytime we can. If there's play, a, if there's it. a fourth one, uh, if there's a fo- fourth plug for Wolves Athletics Weekly on UWGAthletics.com, it 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 has to be paid for. <laughs> I'll send you a bit. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we got Jake Barry, Robert Coleman, Austin Fulton. This howl is for you. Never get tired of that. Never, ever get tired of it. Let's jump into the preview. Let's talk what's going on this week with the Wolves. And again, we're into the outdoor sports, so make sure you're checking UWGAthletics.com for any schedule changes. Today, the last round of the Lady Bearcat Invitational for Women's Golf is underway. Uh, So go make sure you go to UWGAthletics.com to see the results, see where Ainsley Cowart, Maddie Schultz, Catherine Dinsmore, Ari Samuel and Erica Couch end up. That's the lineup uh, this week up in or over in Greenwood, South Carolina. And then Wednesday, uh, we got tennis at Shorter up the road at Rome at 2 p.m. And finally, it looks like we're going to get to play a midweek game at home. Potentially. I don't know if we've done that yet, have we? Um, I can't We played Augusta here. Yeah, yeah, we played Augusta. Earlier right. We did have. Yeah. We've had one. So our yeah. second midweek baseball game, 5 p.m., we're hosting North Georgia Always a good team that comes in here from Dahlonega, so that should be a fun, competitive game to watch, and the weather should be perfect. And then baseball's here uh, for a non-conference series. Tusculum on Friday, 6 p.m., and and tennis goes to Pensacola. Um, This is a gauntlet-type weekend. Mississippi College, Valdosta State, West Florida, 
uh, Christian Brothers. It, uh, the, this is it, it's a real tough weekend, um, and uh, we wish the best for them this weekend. Yeah, so it starts with Mississippi College on Friday for tennis, and then on Saturday they open it. 8.30 in the morning against uh, Valdosta State down in Pensacola. Uh, softball will not go to Augusta. That was originally scheduled for a non-conference doubleheader this weekend. It's our Gulf South Conference bye weekend for baseball softball. That's why they have non-conference. But that se- that doubleheader at Augusta has been canceled. Uh, so softball gets an off week this week. Uh, and then you mentioned the baseball non-conference series against Tusculum. It wraps up with a Saturday doubleheader set for 1 p.m. at Coalfield. But Saturday's marquee event in my book happens at the track complex just over behind Arborview here on campus, the Legends Track Meet. It's been a long time since we've had a track meet on campus. Absolutely. So and and it's it is a, it is going to be a legendary day on on Saturday, the UWG Legends Track Meet. It's the inaugural one, the first the first track meet on the campus of the University of West Georgia in 40 years. The brand newly uh, refurbished track uh, with with a lot of cool new throwing implements and I mean, it, it's going to be a great, great day for the University of West Georgia. Uh, coaches will be honored are Bill Webb, Gary Wilson, and Grant Knox. Those are the legendary coaches that, that we're honoring. And also, there will be an alumni tailgate from 11 to 1. You and I are alumni. You're an alumni. Um, so you're, you're invited. All you have to do is register online. There's a registration. Uh, and uh, if you got the Wolf Tracks email today, there's a place to register for the UWG alumni track and field tailgate. I just read that verbatim from the email. So make sure you go to Wolf Tracks and check that out. But uh, there'll be, a, there'll be a, 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 a tailgate from 11 to 1. And we're honoring Scott Evans. Now, Scott Evans uh, is a Longtime supporter of the University of West Georgia, um, we drive vehicles that that came from Scott Evans, and uh, and I drive a ve- I personally drive a vehicle. So does PBG. So, so do I. So does PBG. Well, but the the, the athletic department does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've owned my truck since uh, like two thousand eight. So. Right, Wanda. Oh, yeah, Wanda. Wanda. But uh, but Clifford came from uh, from Scott Evans, and um, he is he has uh, he has just given a sizable donation to the track and field program. He actually in the 70s I, I got a chance to interview him last week in the 70s he was a um, he was a thrower he came here because they were talking about bringing football back I did not know that and he came here to play to to try to play football but it never happened they didn't they, they didn't end up playing but he ended up um, getting convinced by uh, I think coach Webb is what he said coach Bill Webb uh, to come on out onto the track team and he was a he threw the hammer um, on the track team back in the seventies. So, um, but, but we're thankful for Scott Evans and, and what he has done for the university. And when you talk to him, that dude is all about this university. He is, he is energetic talking to him. I'm telling you the energy that he bring, he brought, brought to in that interview. Uh, it would remind you of talking to coach Cooney. To, to coach Michael Cooney. If you've ever if you've ever had a conversation where he's excited about something, it is hard to get a word in edgewise because <laughs> b- uh, and and that, I mean that with the with the most utmost respect because they're so excited and so passionate. He is Scott Evans is so passionate about this university and what it can do for the city of Carrollton and and and, um, and so that's what he was he talked about over and over was was how supporting this university, supporting athletics really um, helps the community in, in, in a huge way and he understands that as a businessman and so he wants to make sure that that uh, things continue to move forward. So we're thankful for Scott Evans for what he's done. 
um, here and uh, and there, the tailgate is in honor of him on Saturday. So if you get a chance to come on out to the track meet and come and and shake hands with with Scott Evans um, between eleven and one, that'd be a great thing. Uh, thanks for the invite, but Bryant and I will be at uh, Coalfield. The weekend wraps up Sunday as tennis will take on West Florida and Christian Brothers in Pensacola to wrap up the weekend. Uh, and then men's and women's golf next week will be in Pensacola as well. Uh, both teams competing in the Argonaut Invitational down there. So a lot going on this week and into next week. And make sure you are following along at uwgathletics.com for all of the scores, results, finals, everything you need to know with the Wolves. Well, hey, the biggest gift of anyone can give is of your resources and your time. You spent your time today listening to Jared PBG and I talk about our Wolves, so you've definitely given of your time, and we are greatly appreciative of our listeners and fans of West Georgia Athletics. Hopefully you're a benefactor of the program, and we are grateful for every penny that is given to our Wolves. If you aren't would like to be a part of the amazing things that happen here in Carrollton, there are plenty of opportunities for you to give to athletics through the University Development Office. Follow us online at uwgathletics.com and on social media, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at UWG Athletics. Do not forget to download the UWG Game Day Experience app. It is your game program in the palm of your hand. Uh, the Game Day Experience app is available at any uh, it, at any app store that supports your phone. And remember, if you like what you've heard on this episode of What the How, we ask that you go to Apple Podcasts, leave us a five-star rating, maybe write a review, and if you do, we'll shout you out right here on What the How. Thank you for listening. We'll be back next week to talk more West Georgia Athletics. I am Jared Boggess, and I just work here. I'm Matt Cook, your assistant athletic director for Awesome. And I'm PBG from the AOB, who's Daryl's best friend. Next week, you shall hear Jared say, Thank you for listening to the greatest West Georgia Wolves podcast ever produced. What the hell?